Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Howard has asked the question, is it safe? Expediency asked the question, is it politic? Vanity asked the question, is it popular? But conscience asked the question, is it right? And on some positions, and on some positions, it is necessary for the moral individual to take a stand that is neither safe, nor politic, nor popular, but he must do it because it is right. Welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad. And of course, that voice is undeniably that of our dear brother, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a brother who labored so much, who sacrificed so much on behalf of not just black people in this country, but all people uh, around the world. Uh, Dr. King was a prolific man who uh, just had the heart to see um, justice. And in his uh, journey for justice for us in this country and for justice around the world, he had to give up so much. And as you heard in that clip that I just played, um, you know, to be a moral or a just person, we cannot be concerned with what is expedient or, or politic or we can't be concerned with what is popular. We have to be concerned with what is right. And I really like that clip. Um, and in fact, that clip is from a speech that he gave in which he uh, defined three of uh, America's greatest evils, which is um, poverty, racism, and war. Um, and in that clip he that I that I played, he is urging us. And, and anyone who has a desire for justice to understand that um, in your and in our journey to uh, bring about justice for our community, for our people, for our nation or around the world, then we are not going to uh, find ourselves uh, going with the, the flow, so to speak, going with what is popular, what is comfortable, what is expedient. It is going to require something of us, and in that we are going to be uncomfortable. We are going to have to be okay with not uh, aligning with what might be common thinking, common theory, or, or even common practice. And so as we are um, celebrating the legacy and the life of Dr. King, and as so many of us are uh, partaking in the day of service in honor of this wonderful man, I encourage us to not forget what it was 
that our brother was fighting for. I don't want us to forget what it was that our brother sacrificed so much for and what he was working on behalf of. In this day of service, it is for us to get together with our community uh, or different communities and to, in some way, it's not, they say it's not a day, day off, it's a day on, and it's a day of service. And certainly Dr. King was someone who gave us a service. He gave us his time. He gave up his freedom so many times. However, Dr. King wanted more than us just to get out of our homes and make an impact in our local communities. He wanted us to, to, to do more than make an impact in, you know, our uh, state issues and certainly federal issues, national issues. Dr. King talked about what was happening globally, but more than us just getting out to do a day of service or as you are engaging in a day of service, be also reminded that Dr. King's journey was for the civil rights of those who are in this country to be acknowledged. And he wanted this even at a time when our human rights were not being acknowledged in this country, referring to black people in America. And in fact, as he protested and talked about his uh, disagreement with America's involvement in Vietnam, even the human rights of the Vietnamese people and those men and well, not just women, but those men specifically who were in the military who were going to Vietnam to engage in a war that he believed was not a war that this nation and this nation's citizens should have been risking their lives and or taking the lives of other people. So Dr. King was someone who was interested in the rights and the liberties and the freedoms and the pursuit of happiness in general for all people all around the world. And in his later years, and we don't always hear speeches resonate during this time of the year from his later years, 67, 66, um, 68. We don't hear those speeches as often as we hear, I have a dream. And if anyone's heard Dr. King speak, of course, he is a profound speaker. He's a, he was a profound uh, reverend in his preaching However, we also, if we track his language and we track his interviews, we can see an evolution of sorts. We can see his ideology shifting to one of recognizing the flaws that this nation has had that has led this nation down a course um, that is going to have or cause an eventual reckoning. And so he was appealing to the higher sentiments of those in this nation and those who govern this nation, and specifically in this speech talking about war and poverty um, and racism. And so Dr. King's message wasn't just one, you know, we like to, I, I, I think about how Dr. King in so many ways has been kind of redefined or he's been defined for us, much like in the religious world, Jesus has been defined for us. Um, we like to think of Jesus as just uh, love, you know, and loving everybody. 
but Jesus also said that uh, you would have to love one and hate the other. And so Jesus is not just one dimensional talking about love. And certainly he was someone of love, but Jesus also recognized that to follow him, um, then you would have to hate your mother or your sister or your wife or your daughter. You know, that too is in the scriptures. And so with Dr. King, we have to understand if we really want to honor him and honor his legacy and honor his memory, honor his sacrifice, then we have to look at the fullness of this man. And this man wasn't just one who was a man who wanted to see little black boys and little black, uh, little white boys, little black girls and little white girls going into school together or walking, holding hand and having a bond of unity among the races. But Dr. King also wanted justice. And he recognized that justice is something that is often sought for or often sought after, but very um, hard to attain. And he recognized that there's not just um, uh, systems in place, but there are people who govern and protect the systems that are in place to create a environment of injustice. And in honoring him, I want us to not be kind of lulled to sleep in this day of love, of service and uh, doing great things in your community in this one day. That isn't what Dr. King uh, talked about in his last speech. In his last speech, Dr. King talked about um, pooling our resources in black banks. Dr. King talked about withholding our resources, talking about money, withholding our resources from companies that weren't giving our, uh, our, our men and women equal pay, that weren't doing justice by us. So he actually had an action plan. He wasn't just someone that was philosophizing or excuse me, philosophizing and giving us um, great speeches just to move us emotionally. He was trying to move us to action. And so as we are in our day of activity of service, remember the fullness of him and remember that he was somebody who put it out on the front line. See, now we can be comfortable. We can say, you know, well, Dr. King, he worked so hard and he gave up so much and you know, ultimately he gave his life for justice. Well, his life was taken, number one. And number two, he gave his life in terms of his service. And, you know, he could have been just a, a preacher that was in the pulpit and his work didn't move beyond the pulpit. But certainly his work was one across this nation so that uh, men and women can have just a fair shot at raising their families without the harshness that was produced by the racist system. And so he certainly did give up his life. He didn't live a very, what we might say, a, a comfortable lifestyle, knowing that his family was under threat, knowing that he himself was under threat, knowing that the government was uh, um, surveilling him and the government had him under constant observation. You know, so that isn't something, uh, a very pleasant life. And so we can say that he gave his life, but he was giving so much so that he could be um, our leader to help us to um, speak up and speak out for ourselves based on the injustice that we were then uh, receiving. And even today, the same injustices that Dr. King was talking about, the racism, the poverty, and the 
the war, the militarism, as he described it in this speech, all of that still exists today. So we lost our dear brother, but we did not gain. We did not gain what it was that he was working so hard for on our behalf. We did not gain that. And Dr. King was, um, you know, he's, he's, he's an example of so much. And I don't want us to become lost in the translation that is given to us of our dear brother. You can go and perform a day of service, um, you know, for many people who may not um, have a lifestyle of service. You know, many people, you know, go to their day job and come home from their day job and they're raising their families and they're doing the best that they can. So some people don't have that service part, that community service necessarily built into their lifestyle. Some do and some don't. But as you are giving a day of service and whether you're doing community cleanups, whether you're doing something for the the needy, the unfortunate, um, in honor of Dr. King, don't forget he was fighting for justice. And we still are fighting for the justice that he was fighting for before we lost him in 1968. So I don't want us to just fall asleep. I want us to not just remember this man as someone who was a great figure from the past tense. Remember him as someone who was a figure who was laboring to produce the justice and the acknowledgement of our civil rights, um, many of which most of which we are still looking for today. And we have some great people who are in our midst today who are doing their best to, um, you know, not necessarily follow his blueprint, but to serve and to be a voice for the voiceless. You know, I, I think about, um, you know, the brother, the NFL player, you know, Colin Kaepernick and how what he's given up, you know, and the kinds of threats you know, that are being made against his life. I think about our sister in New York, uh, Tamika Mallory, who is taking a strong stand and speaking on behalf of our people. And there are so many others like Tamika Mallory, like Colin Kaepernick, who are sacrificing much, putting themselves on the front line, enduring threats because they're interested in seeking justice. You know, I think about those families out there in Mississippi whose loved ones are being um, treated so inhumanely in the prison system there. And not just in Mississippi, this is, you know, around this nation. So remember what Dr. King was struggling against, those conditions still exist today. Um, and let us continue to, I guess, carry the baton on his, his behalf because he can't do it for us anymore. But let us investigate what he was working so hard for. They're giving us this day, this the national holiday, so that we can, um, um, you know, have a memory of this man. But let's not just have a memory of this man. Let's have an action or activity a day of service is great, but remember this man was looking for justice and just giving us one day of service is not going to produce justice. It can certainly help make our communities uh, nicer places to live and it can make you feel good by going and supporting someone who is in need. And that can, that can really do great things to kind of galvanize the community spirit. But remember, justice is what he was after. And justice is something that so many of us still have not obtained. And 
I don't want us to be lulled to sleep because they gave us a day to acknowledge our brother and they encourage us to work. And that's something else that, you know, comes to mind. We're encouraged to put in a day of labor, you know, and a lot of people are getting paid, you know, but they're encouraging us to put in a day of free labor. And there's nothing wrong with volunteering your time. I'm not trying to suggest that there is, but I want us to really think about it. And, um, you know, so many of our leaders have been um, repackaged and given to us kind of with an interpretation that is much more mild, that's maybe much less radical than they were in real life. And so with this case with our brother, let us not be low to sleep. Let us recognize that the fight for justice, that he was working so hard, that he sacrificed time with his family. He sacrificed his personal freedom. He endured physical assaults, mental assaults, emotional assaults, intimidation, harassment, all of that he described. Just remember that those same conditions exist today. The same justice that he was seeking is still not present today. So let us keep working towards justice. Let us keep fighting for justice and um, being just to ourselves and being just to others and then giving our voices and pushing um, the uh, the those who are in power, pushing them and agitating their systems of injustice, letting them know that we are not OK with this. We recognize that there are still systems of injustice and we are going to continue speaking out. So I want you to listen to what Dr. King has to say about that, about continuing to uh, echo the call for justice. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day of service in honor of our brother, but keep on fighting for justice. And we say to our nation tonight, we say to our government, we even say to our FBI, we will not be harassed we will not make a butchery of our conscience. We will not be intimidated and we will be heard. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Beast Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement. Be the movement. Stay in peace.